Hey fam, Patrick here. So if you're anything like me, you've been binging the HBO Max series, The Staircase, based on the groundbreaking documentary currently on Netflix. The HBO Max version has reignited so many people's interest in this case, and I thought it might be a good time to remind everybody that we actually covered all 13 episodes of The Staircase, episode by episode on Patreon. And what better way to do that than by giving you episode one right here for free in the regular feed ad-free. You can get the other 12 episodes right now and ad-free as well on our Patreon. Just go to truecrimeobsessed.com, click on the Patreon link. You can hear all of our thoughts on Michael Peterson and his kids, Patty Peterson, which of course gave birth to Jillian's now famous impression of her. Hear our take on Freda Black and everyone else involved in this insane story. You'll get our takes on if we think Michael Peterson killed his wife or not and why we think that and so much more. As you know, on the Patreon, you can also get over three full ad-free bonus episodes to download and binge covering all the long-form series on Netflix, Oxygen, Hulu, HBO, and everywhere else they make them. And that's it. Enjoy our episode one of The Staircase. Julia Pensavalli! Patrick Hines! Oh my goodness, I'm so excited that we're doing this staircase. You guys, welcome! Uh, Patreon fam, welcome to my nightmare, I, I guess. I, I posted in the Facebook group, I was like, hey, all in caps, of course, because that's just where <laughs> I live. I was like, hey guys, I hate the staircase! Buckle up! I don't know why people love when I hate things. I love the, the staircase. I, I love. love it. I think it's like all the Peterson boys are so foxy. Like it's just there's so much here. I mean, I've never seen it. Yeah. Episode one, you know, made me. What did, what did the kids say? Catch feelings? I don't know. I felt all <laughs> kinds of ways about it. I just don't. I'm like, people think this is the gold standard of true crime documentaries. What's happening, yeah, I, dude? I so we talked about this a little bit before we started. Yeah. I think a couple of things. Number one, people love it because I think that like you go if you haven't seen it, you go back and forth uh-huh. between like thinking he's guilty and thinking he's innocent, and people love feeling that way I think number two it was like such unfettered access to the family which I think was probably something that that didn't happen a lot back in when this first came out but also like it's a really like you just don't know and it's so maddening I think that's why people love it yeah and it's just you know I cheated a little bit you did I googled yeah (laughs) I couldn't help it can we just go into it because I already have my notes are Caps, underlined, bolded. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Take it, start us off. All right. Immediately, I have it. This is what I have in my notes. Immediately, this music needs to take it down about 11 notches. <laughs> is that a Whatever French happened thing? To like, dun, 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 dun. You guys, it's going to be a lot more fun to work with this music. It is the most overdramatic. I was like, what is this, a Steven Spielberg movie about World War II? <laughs> It's like, I, just let me let me get the emotion on my own. Don't have the music tell me what I'm supposed to feel. Right. I'm already like, whoa. Can, we, look like can we calm down for four seconds, yes. maybe? Yeah. But then, so like the, the, the movie opens, right. the first episode opens with, like with just an aerial shot of the house and the news yes. footage. Durham police this morning are investigating the death of a prominent city resident. The officers were called early this morning to the home of Nortel executive Kathleen Peterson, who was found dead in her Forest Hills mansion after apparently falling down the stairs. Kathleen Peterson's husband is novelist Michael Peterson, well-known for his books on the Vietnam War. He is also a former columnist for the Durham Herald Sun and ran an unsuccessful mayoral campaign in 1999. Durham police have refused additional comment on the death. 
guys, the property. this house. I cannot believe how big this house is. I mean, even Michael Peterson. First of all, the first episode is called Crime or Accident. Girl, I don't know. <laughs> well, I kind of do. I'm going with crime. But um, it's like it's like the Foxcatcher estate all over again. I know. And even Michael Peterson himself <laughs> is like, this is my favorite part of the property. He calls it the property. That means you have so much land. <laughs> if you're like the property. I know, I know. And I you know. have to like go down like a, a like a weaving trail to I get know. to the pool. I can't. Okay, I'm jumping. Well, it's, like, listen, the pool's really far away from the house. If somebody's screaming, you might not be able to hear them from there. We, I can't even talk about the screaming audio. We have to. We have to. So December 9th, 2001, yeah. the murder of Kathleen Peterson. Or the accidental death of Kathleen Peterson. <laughs> wow. You're one minute in and you've decided. You know, it's great. I didn't even think of it that way, but I don't know. But that's actually, you called, an- you called me out super hard and you were right to do that because that's what I have, the murder of Kathleen Peterson. That's what I have in my notes. I'm saying it. Wow. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe next week I'll be like, the heart. Horrible accident that happened. Because <laughs> according to you, I'm going to go back and forth. There's an owl that got off scot-free is all I'm saying. Look, I think Peterson and the owl work together. <laughs> I think... <laughs> can I say this now and then we can see and see, we yeah. can see how the opinion changes? Yeah, absolutely. Based on my Googling, which yeah. I know can really be a rabbit hole of Effective. bullshit. Yeah. There's a lot of shit on Reddit. Look, I don't vouch for Reddit <laughs> by any means. But there are a lot of things written. I think that maybe perhaps... There was an owl involved, and I think maybe Peterson was like, this is interesting. Maybe I'll just let her bleed to death and <laughs> not do anything. What? You think that he, like, came in, opened the door, saw this crazy owl. Why was the blood dry? We're going way too far ahead. <laughs> We're 15 minutes in, and I'm two lines into my notes. <laughs> Buckle up. What did I say, Facebook group? Here we go. <laughs> So Kathleen, okay, we find out Kathleen Peterson is an executive at Nortel. Michael Peterson is like a novelist or whatever. He writes books. And whatever. He, they have property. They're super rich I is know. the point. So we get a rundown of what they did that night. From Michael Peterson. <laughs> Michael Peterson. <laughs> Kathleen and I were in here watching a movie. I'd gone to Blockbusters and rented a video, and we were watching American Sweethearts. Well, they, where they went is Blockbuster. Yeah. What we hear is Blockbusters. <laughs> Which, you guys, that is the biggest crime in this whole... Whatever happened to Kathleen, this is the biggest crime. It's We Got Maui'd Block- all over exactly, again from exactly. the woman who wasn't there. Don't maybe say it. I mean, I, it's, it's a Blockbuster. <laughs> when I was a bartender and people would order a Stoli's and soda... Stop it. It made me insane. I, I would refuse service. It's like, good. Yeah. <laughs> you had every right to do Refusing so. Refusing service. I will dispute every Yelp review you ever got. <laughs> It's Barnes and Nobles. You were right. Yeah, I know. I, I know. I know. What you know is wrong with people? Anyways, I can't. <laughs> you guys do not it's, add unnecessary s's. I don't. I, why? It's just ridiculous. But what, it's not just. He's not just playing fast and loose with the s's. <laughs> because he went to Blockbuster. Yes. And they got. He says the movie they rented was American Sweethearts. Pretty sure he meant the movie America's Sweethearts with Julie Roberts and Catherine Zeta-Jones. Oh, is that what he's talking There's about? There's no movie called American Sweet. He means America's Sweethearts. I was imagining like a 1950s Marilyn Monroe thing I'd never heard of. No, it was a shitty 90s movie with a Cusack <laughs> and Julia Roberts and CZJ. <laughs> and the worst Cusack. John, uh, Joan? No, John. Oh. Oh, it's, right? a, better, it's a better Cusack. I, do I you hate guessing. Joan? I do hate Joan, yeah. Is she garbage? No, she's a fine person, I'm sure. She was in In-N-Out. It was a gamble. Good for her. Well, 
Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> uh, so he here's what here's my issue right away. Yeah. He's describing what happened with a tone. As if they just had a really lovely evening. But what if they did? I'm sure they did. But whether he did it or not, yeah. the, evening, the evening ends with your wife dead. Correct. The way he's talking about it is that the evening didn't end with her dead. Yeah. It I, ended with like another trip to Blockbuster. <laughs> we, we would talk for hours. Kathleen and I at nighttime would talk two, three hours, talk about the movie or, or the kids or what we were going to do. And we came in here. I think there was, I'm not sure, I, we probably had another bottle, of, we were, I know we were drinking two bottles that night. I, I do think that it probably takes a little while to, to figure out how to behave in front of a documentary crew. Which is another point, because the documentary crew, he found his dead wife and yeah. like picked up the phone and got the cameras over there, I mean, instantly. They came to him, is my understanding. They heard about the case. They, they were like, we want to follow this. Because they were both a little famous, right? So I guess it, I guess so, yeah. Or, and, or locally or whatever. Uh, so they take their <laughs> wine, grab another bottle, yes girl, hero, yeah. whatever. <laughs> they walk like all the way through the house. This is 10 minutes of like, so we walk through the house and now we're still walking through the it's house. It's like that shot in Goodfellas where they like, They go but in the back of the kitchen. <laughs> yes. For 15 minutes. Totally. That's how big this goddamn house is. But that's is. like brilliant. Yeah, totally. This is weird. Um, and so they walk all the way through the house and then he's like we sat outside by the pool. So he's like I know for sure we had two bottles of wine. Bottle apiece. <laughs> Look, super husband Mike and I totally. typical Tuesday. <laughs> that's not an issue. I don't take issue with that at all. <laughs> So and he's like, and that's so, a point in the not guilty column for me. I mean, yeah. What do you? You have a couple <laughs> bottles of wine, and suddenly everyone's pointing fingers. I don't. If that's if that's the world in which we live, I want no part of it. I want no part of it. <laughs> so Michael Peterson's like, well, we would usually do on an. They are so rich and waspy and like just white privilege all over them. What we would usually do on a nice night is go down to the pool, which I think is the nicest place on the property. <laughs> Yes. Pool is a little bit of a walk, you guys. Yeah. You're down a hill. Again, I far know. away from that staircase. I don't know if the chairs were like this or not, but I mean, they're you know, probably something like this. And she was, we were both right here. And, you know, you, you, the dogs would come over and um, they we were just talking and uh, finishing our, our drinks. I mean, he's like, look at Listen to this lovely evening we had. Well, so here's what's suspicious. They're sitting by the pool and they're just hanging out. Kathleen, because she's like an executive at Nortel, has a conference call in the morning. She's got to finally go to bed and be a grown-up. Michael, I guess, decides he's just going to sit by himself by the pool. With his bottle of wine, his right. and hers bottles. This is weird to me. Now, again, I, and he also said it was like 55 or 60 degrees out. That's actually not nice. That's cold. And at night, yeah. and you're by, like, it can get buggy by a by a pool, body of water. Why would you just sit out in the middle of your property by yourself, finishing your wine? Like, so that's yeah. weird to it, me. It is weird. And then he's like... <laughs> and the last I saw her was when I was there, and she was just walking, walking here. I, that's it. That was the last I saw Kathleen alive. No. She was alive when I found her, but barely. He was like, that was the last time I saw her live. I, well, I mean, she was alive when I found her. Girl. And then he pauses, barely. <gasps> yeah. yeah. 
Okay, he's joining like Rachel from Jesus Camp and Slender Man and like Michael Alec in my closet. Totally. Like I totally. I mean, I'm getting chilled to say that I know. but with no emotion. Like it's I know it's still new and it's raw and look, I'm I, I am still in the camp of like you can't really judge it unless you've lived it. Yes. And the two of us are grateful enough to, or fortunate enough to not Correct. relate. Yeah. However, right. It's still weird that you're just like barely. Well, but then <gasps> I know, and then we get the next minute we get the nine one one call. All right, this again. There's no <laughs> award for best dramatic actor in a documentary. Nine one one, where's your market? Eighteen ten Cedar Street, please. What's wrong? My wife had an accident. She's still breathing. What kind of accident? She's still downstairs. She's still breathing. Please. Come. Is she conscious? What? Is she no. conscious? No, she's not conscious. Okay. Please. How many stairs did you what? fall down? Huh? How many stairs? How many stairs? Calm down, sir. Calm down. No, 15, 20, I don't know. Please, get somebody here right away. Please. Okay, somebody's dispatching the ambulance while I ask you questions. It's a force shield, okay? Please, please. This 911 call, I'm sorry, sounds like bullshit. I know. The one thing I will say too though is that like 911 operators need to answer the phone like this. 911, the police are on their way. What's the emergency? Stop screaming. Because he's all anybody wants to do is be like send the police, send the police. And like she's trying to get the information she needs. Right. And he's like what? There are 20 stairs. Where are the, like you need to establish that the ambulance is on the way first thing. Right. And eventually she's like girl Right. They are on their way as I'm getting information yes. from you. But like it took her too long to say that to him. Absolutely. Like say it first. Yeah. Um, but also, you know how I love my closed captions. Yeah. Panicked muttering. <laughs> whimpering continues. <laughs> it's a little too I don't know. It's a it's over the top. It's definitely a lot. But imagine you've had seven bottles of wine. <laughs> Look. And whatever else they're doing recreationally, you know he did not give us the full list of what they were doing that night. You guys, they have property. If you know, ha- if you have a house big enough to have property, I feel like you have access to Recreational some, to some stuff. I'm yeah. just saying. And totally. hey, again, typical Tuesday. Just kidding. Right. <laughs> so then the cops come, and Michael Peterson is just like, there was always a cop near me. And then I can remember, and it must have been very early while I was still in the kitchen, that a cop was on me instantly. Everywhere I went, a policeman was there. Uh, I went outside and with Ben and a policeman was there and I remember walking down there and a policeman was there there was always a policeman with me. Yeah, so he's saying because the like, husband always d- does it. I know, and and like it's kind of weird that he wouldn't have expected that, or that he was sounded like like oh that's weird. There's nobody else home except for me and my dead wife. If that there's were me- blood everywhere. I mean, there's blood everywhere. And, and, I mean, and we'll get to it. Yeah. But if that were me, I would be clutching onto the closest cop and being like, can I just tell you ever? Like, I would be done. You'd I, be like up in your room writing down everything that you did that day. I wouldn't want them to leave me. I know. Like, I, I, know, totally. I would be like, can you please stand closer to me? Like, I I, can I clutch you? <laughs> what the fuck? And then we start meeting all the super hot boy Petersons. So we meet Todd, his like super delicious son, Todd. I will stop. I I'll stop, but like by episode 12, I'll probably stop calling him delicious. Are there 12 episodes of this? (laughs) (laughs) Hoot, hoot. When do we get to the owl? Guess what? Spoiler fucking never. Anyway, this is where we start hearing that like there's no way my dad would ever do this. No way in this world my father ever would have hurt Kathleen. Um, The two of them are just really good together. They just connected on 
a different plane. Yeah, we're going to get into that more later. Oh, right? for sure, okay, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we meet Detective Art Holland, who's the lead police investigator. Uh-huh. And he's like, there is so much blood. There is so much. There is <laughs> yeah. so much. Are you recording? Am I, I on the record? There is so much blood. Once uh, I approached uh, the victim, uh, there was just a very abundant amount of, of, of blood on her, on the floor, on the floor, on the walls, uh, that just was not uh, consistent with somebody falling down the steps. And he is saying right from the beginning that it is not consistent with someone falling down the stairs. And I have to say, these photos, I never need to see them again. I have 18 more episodes, I know. You guys, but the it's photos, the craziest thing. These photos are, like, used as coasters. They a are little everywhere. Warning. I know. They are in every shot. They are in ev- Everybody is just staring at this woman's autopsy photos. And let me tell you, they are the stuff of nightmares, for sure. Yeah, it is. It, they true. will stay with yeah. you for the rest yeah. of your life. It's, 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 it's tr- god-awful. It's truly horrible. Yeah. Like, I just, there's nothing. It's true, though. I There's no wine here. I don't. <laughs> we are not drinking at all today, which is so, be- I don't know how that happened. Next time we talk about the staircase. I know. <laughs> so we get to Jim Harden, and, and Jim is saying that, like, this was not an accident. We believe the evidence, at least our evidence, is going to show that she was beaten, that uh, she was stunned and was bleeding, that she probably recovered and had and struggled um, in the door frame with Mike Peterson to a degree, and that uh, he then had to bludgeon her on multiple occasions after that, and that she basically bled to death. So then we learn that Kathleen's biological daughter is how she's introduced, Caitlin yeah. Atwater. Yeah. All right. I know you know everybody's <laughs> name and who they are. I forgot that Caitlin. So we're seeing this news cut. We're seeing this news footage right. of Michael like being he, he's going to the in front of the grand jury. And we see like the all of the kids are like stand, rallying behind him. They're like five five kids. Yeah. Okay. Kathleen Peterson's biological daughter, Caitlin Atwater, served as the main spokesperson for the Peterson family. My mother and Mike had an absolutely loving relationship and there is no way that either of them would ever wish any sort of harm on the other one. You don't know this if you haven't seen it, but Caitlin changes her tune big time. here for you, girl. Let's talk. Uh, I forgot that Caitlin was ever on his side. At least a bottle of wine each, girl. Let's do this. But but she's like the main spokesperson for the family, at at least in this moment. For five seconds, yeah. Ooh. Oh but so the grand jury decides that there is enough evidence for it to proceed to trial. The charge, first-degree murder. Now, 11 days after frantically calling 911 seeking help for his wife, Michael Peterson must spend the night inside the Durham County Jail. So now we meet David Rudolph, who's the defense attorney. David Rudolph is so great. I love David Rudolph, and he's with us throughout. Let me tell you, it's crazy that we have footage of all this. I know. Like, right from the very beginning. Like, the defense team is trying to figure out, like, they're meeting. They don't even know what their side of the story is yet. Exactly. And there are cameras there. That I know. is bananas. That, but that's why people love this documentary. You never see this shit. So far, uh, you know, what I've been saying to the press, basically, is uh, we think it's an accident. But until our experts look at it, we really can't say whether it's an accident or an intruder. What we know for sure is that it has nothing to do with Michael. Now, the thing is, 
this is when Michael Peterson had just money to burn because there are so many fucking people on his team. Oh, it's like it's a conference table filled with. Yeah. I mean, every seat is full. So we're in David Rudolph's office and it's him and another attorney and the private investigator. And like you said, they're trying to get their story together. They're talking about like, well, should we should we go with the intruder theory? Right. The benefits of an intruder theory is it's simpler. There's no debate over the forensics for the most part. The real problem with the intruder theory is kind of a lack of evidence that there was an intruder. Right. An intruder would then have to have a weapon with them capable of inflicting these wounds, but not a knife or a gun. Right. And take that weapon with them. Right. Mike clearly came and reacted to the scene. Right. But what you don't really seem to have is this, you know, shoe prints leaving the scene that an intruder clearly wanted to get the hell out of there. He's like, well, that's a good idea. Oh, except there's no evidence that there was an intruder. And you're like, wait. I I mean, there's a quote. It's like, Mike clearly came and reacted to the scene. And it's like, wait, wait, wait. These are defense lawyers saying this on camera. Also, there's a camera there. Also, it's been four seconds. I know. Like, it's that is crazy. But this is how this stuff works. It's it's that whole idea of, like, it's not necessarily getting to the truth. It's like, if you really believe he's not not guilty, you got to just prove that it... It could have been not him. You don't have to prove who did it. You just have to prove he did it. He didn't do it. Exactly right. (laughs) (laughs) So the the private investigator, basically he's like doing his due diligence. And he goes to meet with one of Michael's co-authors for a book that he wrote, who's like good friends with Michael and Kathleen. Right. And he called Michael and Kathleen the day that Kathleen died. He and he says that he got Kathleen on the phone at like six o'clock. So the so the co-author is just like, hey, do you want a bagels or orange juice? And the PI's like, where's the coffee? Oh yeah, breakfast already. Yeah, you like some bagels or orange juice? Nah, where's the coffee? You didn't make coffee. any? Coffee's not oh, made. Oh well, that's all right. <laughs> Who has a, like a breakfast meeting without coffee? And the guy's like, oh, uh, <laughs> so sorry about the the uh, the coffee's not here. And you're like, <laughs> what kind of monster? Honestly, <laughs> the the whole thing is that this guy gets gets Kathleen on the phone. It's like a couple hours before she's gonna die, and he says that everything was fine. They were absolutely normal. They were they were, as I as I said, they were playful. Um, I heard I, I, I sensed no. Uh, stress or tension between them. And that's why it's such a stretch to think that they went from this this normal, playful back and forth uh, between each other to something that is homicidal. It just, just makes absolutely no sense to me. It's, it's inconceivable. And he, this guy also keeps describing Mike, Mike and Kathleen as playful. <laughs> it, that makes my shoulders go up. I think that it's weird. That's a weird. The way everyone's describing their relationship is a little. You I and know. the music, take it down. I know, I know, I know, I know. God. Do they get back to the book? Can I have no I, idea. Can I say what the name of the book is? Yeah. So he was writing a book with Michael Peterson. Oh, he this did guy, write a book with Michael Or did write a book. Yeah. And they were it was gonna like gonna be optioned. And right. he was literally like Hollywood called and right. said we're doing it. And so that's why he called Michael and yeah. Kathleen. The book is called Charlie Two Shoes and the Marines of Love Company. Right. <laughs> oh Michael Peterson. That's a, sounds like a book that'd be right up your oh, alley, girl. Is that foreshadow? <laughs> okay, all right. So now we meet with the prosecution team. Yeah. Guess who's back? <laughs> Mike Nifong from Wait, Fantastic Lines. Which one was Nifong? He was the one who was like, yeah, well, maybe if she was a pogo stick, who's the most insensitive piece of shit. If I have a witness who can say that she went down the stairs like a pogo stick, head first, you know, um, bouncing along, then that, that might fit. But 
somehow I don't think that's the way people fall downstairs. And I'm like, girl. <laughs> I know. It's, a, it's you, horrible. I this know. is a human being I know. who went through something awful, accident or not. Can right. A little sensitivity, please. Fucking knife so on. smug. Fucking knife on. He's like, oh, I got to go fry those kids at Duke. Right? Yeah. BRB. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so we're back at the in the prosecutor's office, and they're be- this is when we are really seeing the autopsy Again, photos. Again, more. I just said I so many photos. I know. Of girl, I, I know. can't. And they're just saying that like there's just no way that it could have been like those head wounds could have happened any other way than like her getting beat over the head. And it's impossible for me to believe if that's the back of her head that that could be caused from a series of missteps or fall down. 15 flights, I mean, 15 uh, different stairs. I just, I can't see that happening. But this had to occur from multiple inflictions of blunt force trauma. Nifong says that it just never occurred to Michael Peterson that people wouldn't believe that it was a fall down the stairs. Totally. That's ridiculous to me, Nifong. If Michael Peterson didn't think that that was going to be questioned, they're the only two people there, and she's been, like, brutally killed or, you know, has, has brutally died. You, How could it not occur to him? But the thing is, it didn't even have time to occur to him. Like, the cops were on him in two seconds. Right. And there's so, just so much blood. Like, I, I can't. Know. There I can't. really is so much blood. So here's, here's what Nifong is saying for for like in the in the prosecution is is winning column yeah first i guess you've heard the 911 tape but the first uh the first call in she's supposedly still breathing uh the second call in 15 minutes later or so she's just quit breathing so he's already establishing a, a time frame why is it taking 15 minutes for 911 to get there that's my other thing right 15 minutes he has to that's, call back that's and be like, by the way are you guys on the way no he was saying by the way here's the timeline that i'm giving you uh, maybe maybe and yet when the medical examiners or the uh um, emts arrived the blood was so dry that they didn't even get any on them they didn't have to to wear protective uh, garments because the blood was already dried she'd been there for hours probably um, is the wine here yet? Um, <laughs> the thing is, like, the, everyone who showed up to the crime scene should be covered in it. I get that, but, like, if if that, to me, l- lends itself to the theory that she went inside, fell down the stairs, he stayed outside he had another for an bottle. hour. Right. And then, like, came inside and, and the blood had dried. Like, w- like, the only other thing that then they're saying is that he killed her and just, like, let the body rot for two hours and uh-huh. then called 911. Uh-huh. You have to be a level of insane to do that. To think, like, to I'll just, I'm going to sit there. I'm going to call number right. one, then I'm going to call them back and say she's not breathing anymore. Like, uh-huh. that is a, you have to also remember that you've just killed a person. Like, that's that's a lot. It, it is, and you're absolutely right, because these calls were around the 2 a.m. time. Yeah. So they went down, they finished America's Sweethearts, <laughs> not American Sweetheart, you idiot, um, at like 11. So yeah. they go down to the pool for like an hour. Sure. She gets. She goes up at noon. At noon. <laughs> at midnight. Yeah. Fall. Something happens. We'll say something happens. Right owl, owl or not. Yeah. And he's there for another two hours. And also, why are you just sitting outside why at fifty-five would you sit outside degrees? For two hours? Also, like it takes you two hours to go through a bottle of white wine. Like. <laughs> All right, amateur hour. <laughs> 
But no, you make an excellent point. But so then now, now we're seeing like he's at his bond hearing, and like we see like his son is being a total dick, like super hot, straight, white privilege asshole. Oh, the judge ew. has to yell at him. Sir, quit being smart and answer the daggone question. In an occasionally tense bond hearing today, Mike Peterson's son Todd verbally scuffled with the judge and district attorney. With shackled ankles and often with tears streaming down his face, Mike Peterson sat by, emotionally listening to character witnesses before the judge agreed to let him go on $850,000 bond. But he gets released on $850,000 bond. And he can pay it. By the end of this, you guys, he is so poor. Like, it's, yeah. From what I've Googled, and I'm going to, I promise I'll stop saying this. A lot of it was her money. Is that wrong? No, it's not wrong okay. from my understanding. And like, sh- there was a life insurance policy. So like, there, you know, there's a lot in both columns here, Girl. guys. Um, this is where we see David Rudolph at the Peterson compound. And this is where we see not just like the fact that there are 12 experts sitting around a table. I mean. There are two of the world's absolute leading experts sitting at this table trying to figure out what happened to Michael. Our boyfriend, Werner Spitz. Who honestly doesn't say anything that I feel like I couldn't say. He's like, sometimes you gotta look at the pictures twice. You should never look at a picture just one time. You look at it on Monday and then on Tuesday and then on Friday and then on Monday. Then every time you look at it, you see news. He's like, sometimes you have to go back to it. Sometimes you need fresh eyes. Right. I know you're a total expert. Right. Remember, and there's something wrong with Aunt Diane. What? The abscess? <laughs> what? She's still an alcoholic. Like, there's right. still <laughs> blood alcohol content. Like, yeah. you can't. He's excellent. He's amazing. But his whole point here is that, like, well, what you look at this and it looks like she's been beaten to death. Totally. But you have to look at it again and be like, no, there's other things like bruising and things you have to look at. So I just want to be clear of, like, how crazy it is that where there's a camera crew here. Yeah. So the death of Kathleen Peterson, I'm yeah. amending it for you. December 9th, 2001. So by the time we get to our boyfriend, Werner, What? An abscess? It's February 13th, right. 2002. It's two months yeah. after she was found dead. That's how quick... I mean, to have a camera crew there... I know. ...in two months is a big deal. I just want to stress no, that. No, it's, it's totally true. And then, you guys, the other thing that's so crazy that literally everybody in the Facebook group has noticed and has been like, wait, what, wait, what, wait, what... They are at the house doing having this big meeting of all of these experts because the crime scene is still there and hasn't been cleaned up. Well, it can't be. But, like, can you imagine living in that house? You have to, like, they live in that house. Well, here, that was my question. That, that's ridiculous. You, yeah. you go elsewhere. You get you get a, a hotel or whatever. No, Or you stay there. with maybe family and friends because you're fucking grieving. Exactly. How about that? Is that even an option? <laughs> But then Henry Lee, who's the other big expert. He's a forensic scientist. Yeah, but he says blood spatter eight trillion times. Yeah, drank every time. But so they they go to the stairs and they're talking through all of their theories about how Kathleen died. How do you get your spatter coming up this wall here, kind of behind this? uh... Okay, here it could be a possibility somebody coughing. Uh, So you're going to have a, it's not inhaling. It's exhaling. But if she's coughing up pure blood, like here, yeah. wouldn't she have a, either a fracture of the base of the skull or an injury no, to the No, maybe the blood, itself? just not, just my blood come from here, place. Look, I get it that to be a scientist and to be at the top of your field like this, you have to separate the human from, yes. from the science. Yeah. I understand that. But as not a, a yeah. science expert, I mean a little bit. I'm pretty good in the field. <laughs> I'm like top 10. But like um, at one point he's hunched over like, well, there's no spatter on the ceiling. They, there would be if he's beating her to death. And he's, 
Werner like, Spitz is like, well, you know, like a watermelon. Right. It only takes, you only, you, you hit a watermelon once right. and then there are other cracks in the, I was like, you're talking about a human being, I know. a dead human being. And there, it's so cold, but it's sort of like, guys, time is of the essence. And it's true. And you have, that's what, that's why they're experts because yep. they're only looking at the facts. Totally. And they have to. So then it cuts to July 3rd, 2002, which apparently is Michael's birthday. And they're meeting with they're meeting with a jury expert back at David, the defense attorney's office. Her name is Marjorie. I know. You guys, we just recorded our... our My throat still hurts. I know. Our Evil Genius episodes. Uh. But this is where David spares no... Uh, nobody's feelings in his, like, telling this jury expert how he thinks, how they think she died. She fell backwards, hit her head against the door frame. Right, and then fell on the floor. Floor. floor and hit her head again. Right. All right. So you got two hits. Things happen. Yeah, and not, and that she's unconscious then, bleeding on the floor for some period of time, and then she comes to after some period of time and tries to get up, and there's blood on the bottom of her feet. And, and you know, in order for there to be blood on the bottom of her feet, there needs to be a fair amount of blood on the floor, and because it's not just like a speck or two. It's right. It's completely right. cut Right. Uh, and that she then fell again. You know, it's very, obviously, if you're trying to get up in blood, it's incredibly slippery. First of all, I'm like, why are we here? I know. What, like, wouldn't a jury selection expert be like, no cameras, please? Well, her, right. Her it's- whole thing is that, like, the first thing the prosecution is going to show are these pictures. And anybody in their right mind is going to be like, well, she was beaten to death. Without explanation, it's hard to imagine. How does somebody fall down a step and end up with these kind of blows? Right. And, you know, I think that really needs to be addressed in terms of, you know, finding out, you know, what, how do people, what do people just think on their own? And then give, putting out the defense explanation of it. This is why, like, the justice system is so insane. Yeah. Because this, these are conversations that people have. Right. And she's like, girl, look, they're all going to see that and instantly think that this is what happened. Right. So, like, the point of the defense is to try to make the jury's n- first initial response not be that but that's because people are wrong all the time all the time so the, 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 it's not evil it's just like them saying like no no no. it's our job to explain what they're looking at right it's not sh- to respond emotionally but to try to intellectually understand absolutely and also like head wounds bleed they've been drinking for hours her blood was really thin totally like, it just god no it's awful thank God, the wine is here. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But and it, it's just such a mind F that yeah. we're in this room have like hearing these conversations. It's crazy. The thing that made me be like, settle down, girl, was when like Michael Peterson has to like bury his head in his hands and get up and leave the room because he can't stand hearing the theory of how Kathleen died. I know. And it's all fake. It's like all- it's completely You think fake. it's fake? 100 percent You I think, think he didn't do it? I don't know if I think he did it or not, but I do think that he's adjusting to like living this life in front of a of a camera crew, and I he's probably playing every second of it. Like if if the camera doesn't because the camera pulls in on his face uh-huh. super tight while they're talking about her dying, and he's probably like, if I don't react, there people are going to think I'm guilty. One zillion percent. So like we're not really. It's not we're getting what he thinks he should be doing. Totally, hero yeah. bell for you. <laughs> Fuck yes. And then he's just like. You know, it's the same drama, like from the nine one one call. The mm-hmm. like, like the closed captions might as well have been like, like muttered whimpering continues. <laughs> um, but then he leaves, and someone's like, hey, "We need to stop doing this stuff again. This is, okay. I mean, today's his birthday. It's not the best day in the world to do it. I think we really need to keep him out of okay. this. 
That's fine. We need to stop doing this in front of him, especially since it's his birthday. Right. And I'm like, it's his birthday? Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> wait, it was such a throwaway line. I know. And I promise if you didn't have your captions on, you'd be like, wait, what? Uh, it doesn't matter. Right. So many people are already asleep. Speaking of falling asleep, you guys. Um, in our regular episodes, we do a garbage minute. I'm going to do a family minute here. I'm going to tell you how everybody's related. I ca- I'm kind of here for this because I wrote it all out because I know, and usually you don't know anybody's name. Yeah. And you're, confused, you're like, so I had it all all in caps. I'm. Can I just sit back and yeah, just watch? but I need your interjection. Okay, you got uh, happily. Ready? Family minute. And go. Hey, you guys, Patrick from the editing room here. We are going to do this in double time because it's super boring. And unless you have this already like weirdly memorized, this is not going to make anything any clearer. But you don't need to know this anyway, so don't worry about it. Okay, so Michael and Patty get married in 1966. They have two boys in Germany. Their names are Clay and Todd. Right, Clayton if you want to be. Yeah. In Germany, they have a next-door neighbor couple, the Ratliffs. Mm-hmm. And they have two daughters, Martha and Margaret. And Margaret. Both of Martha and Margaret's parents died within a couple years. Right. Martha and Margaret are taken in by Michael and Patty in Germany. Because it was in the Ratliff's wills. Both of them said that that's where they want the daughters to go. Right. So then Patty and Michael break up. Michael goes back to the United States and he meets Kathleen. In 1986. In 1986. Kathleen has a daughter from a previous marriage, Caitlin. Yes. So instantly, they sort of all move in together. So it's Michael and Kathleen with Michael's kids. Clayton and Todd and the two girls, Margaret and Martha. Who are the Ratliff's? Yeah. And Caitlin, who is Kathleen's daughter from another marriage. Let me just say, you didn't look down at your notes once, girl. Yeah, but I remember the Cheer, first. Raise your glass. Cheers. You. That's I've amazing. I've seen this documentary so many times, and I just like, I remember in the beginning being like, "Wait, how are all these kids related?" So the important thing is when Kathleen dies, the only one who turns on Michael is Kathleen's biological daughter, who is not. Michael's biological daughter. And that's Caitlin. And that's Caitlin. And she doesn't, she turns on him later. Yeah, it hasn't okay. happened yet. Right, right, Okay. So now we see, like, now the private investigator is sort of interviewing all the kids, and it sort of goes on forever where they're all just like, they had a magical marriage and everything was fine. And, and like, and Kate, and Clayton's even like, I, they, their relationship was so great. I was almost jealous. I know. That's fucking weird. You the, guys are like, too, like, Take it down a notch. The, the the PI is asking, like, did your father ever hit you? Yeah. And the kids were like, well, yeah. I mean, he literally banged our heads together, but that's just what parents do. <laughs> nope. Did he ever hit you? Yeah. yeah. Spank you or hit you? Um, I guess mostly spanking. Um, you know, sometimes he'd crack my brother's head together. I mean, this was when we were younger. Um, I don't know. Not really crack your heads, just bang your heads together. Yeah. (laughs) He'd spank them and literally, like, hit their heads together. And he's like, well, that only happened when we were younger. I'm like, girl, that's worse. Does not make it better. But they were lovely. Oh, God, they were so playful. (laughs) Oh, God, I was so jealous of their relationship. What the fuck? One thing that really stood out to me this time that I hadn't noticed before was when one of the daughters said, No, the only problems were... Mom would just get frustrated at Dad for not coming home from the gym on time. And that was just because of dinner. But that always ended with um, everybody just... I mean, that was the only problem. But it was really such a small problem that it was almost a joke. <gasps> Michael Peterson, girl, what are you doing at the gym? We're going to find like, out. But, but it ended up being a joke. It was totally a joke. It wasn't right. serious. It was a joke. This is super weird. So, of course, the movie... The, this episode ends on a super weird note where they decide they need to test... 
what you would be able to hear from the pool if somebody's screaming. So the idea is we need the, – the defense wants to make sure that the prosecu- prosecution can't say, like, well, she fell down the stairs, she'd be screaming, and Michael would have heard her at the pool. Why didn't he come and save her? Can you paint a picture of how they do this? It is – the most horrifying. First of all, who is this voice actor? <laughs> Basically, what it is is they just have like, and to me, in my memory of it, it's like a, it's like an eight track. I don't know yeah, why. Right, it looks, it's a, it's a tape recorder in the bloody, bloody, bloody stairwell. And it's like, and you see all the blood spatter. You guys, so much blood again. Drink. We're I like, said it again. Super hot. Todd, the son, is just like so happy to stand there and like be a part of it right next to it it is the the loudest also editors audio editors use a level girl it (laughs) it was so loud and it's like help 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 me help the look on your face I know big eyes It is just, I'm just imagining what it would be like if an owl attacked me. Help! Help! And then it's all different versions of help, all different tones, all different lengths of screaming help. And again, Todd is just standing there like, "Mm," arms folded, like, "Mm." Mm -hmm. amongst the blood. I know, I know. And then they like go down. And also, let me, another thing, there were like fountains. They have like fountains in the pool. It's the the weirdest thing that would not be at all fun to swim in. Like you're like in the middle of the deep end, there's this weird Can I just swim? I know. God. I know, I know. People are the worst. Um, And so then it's like, well, the fountain's on, but I'm standing here like, hello, can you turn the fountain off? Like, was he just sitting there with a fountain on in 60 degree weather, four bottles in? Like, what is going on? (laughs) Like, what? But it is the loudest. But you can't hear it. When it cuts to them at the pool, you can't hear it. Because now suddenly the fountains are on. When he walked us through that lovely evening they had watching the movie, he didn't say, and then we turned the fountains on. I guess, but maybe they're just always on. Okay. (laughs) And that's how it ends, you guys. It's the staircase episode one. We are just crime or accident. Crime. We are just (laughs) creaking up the roller coaster. It feels like it feels like we're just we're right right at the bottom. I know, I know. (laughs) Oh my god, I'm so happy that we're doing this. How many episodes are there really? I think there's twelve. Okay. Okay, bye. Bye. Thank you so much. Oh, fam, thank you so much for checking out our episode one of The Staircase. We covered all 13 episodes in order on the Patreon. You can download and binge all those episodes right now. Go to truecrimeobsessed.com, click on the Patreon link. On our Patreon, you can also find over 300 full ad-free bonus episodes covering all of the long-form series from Serial Season 1, Making a Murderer, I'll Be Gone in the Dark, Don't F with Cats, Docs on Casey Anthony, The Lacey Peterson Case, The Menendez Murders, and so much more. And that's it. We love you. Go to something nice for somebody today. The world needs more of that. All right. Bye. Breaking news. Jillian and Patrick have just paused the podcast recording to re- to order a bottle of wine because they cannot get through the staircase. Updates when we get them. And now, back to the podcast. Thanks, Joan. (laughs) Tom, back to you. (laughs) It's always Tom, right? Totally. Tom.
But we'll do a bonus episode of all my we're doing, findings of yeah, the owl. Yeah, we're going to do a bonus episode about the owl for sure. I'm going to be that like meme from Always Sunny where it's Charlie, where he's just like has all of these papers on the wall and like like yarn and all this shit. And he's just like, like caffeined out in my big eyes. I'm going to yes. be like, and there's going to just be a gigantic picture of an owl. And then they moved to Germany. Michael went to Vietnam. She became a teacher. Vietnam? <laughs> Michael went to Vietnam as a soldier. And girl, you can't watch it anywhere else because Netflix bought that shit up. I know, I know. You used to be able to watch it it on, like, literally, like, watch it on, like, myfreemovies.com. Totally. Dot, dot, like, Russian mail order brides (laughs) slash virus dot porn (laughs) dot biz. (laughs) (laughs) That's why you buy, like, the the Magnum bottles. You buy two of them because then that's, technically, you could say, well, I only drank one bottle, right? What? 15 glasses, but one bottle. Hey, there's a quote in Bob's Burgers. Welcome to the outtakes. There's a quote in Bob's Burgers where Linda's like, I only had uh, two bottles. I only had like one half of four bottles of wine. It's like, girl, that's two bottles. Been there. Again, there's no award for best dramatic actor in a documentary. I don't know who I said that about. I don't know either. Someone's gay brother. Where it was like the big reveal was that he's gay and you were like queen. We knew from the beginning. Wait, what was that? They had dogs? Yeah. Oh, it was capturing the Freedmen's. Oh, right. It was was Albert's brother. Literally clutching her pearls. Like, I, well, I never. Like, all right. Sorry, I didn't even mean that. I was just, I was moving my seltzer bottle. the bell by accident. I didn't mean to. I'm sorry. I was trying to get myself situated because there's wine here. You guys, we got the wine. Finally. Cheers, cheers, oh, cheers, 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 cheers. God. Mm. <laughs> mm. 